everyone, it's just a regular episode. I'm sick. If you want to donate, Money Signs, it's, it's the reason for the season. Money Signs, Skymaster 5, that's Money Signs, Skymaster, and the number 5. Venmo at Bling Vieira. I talk about it at the very end in the third segment. You can fast forward there if you do want to donate. If you don't want to donate, you want some headlines. We're getting right into the Christmas weekend. Thanks so much for listening. This is the beginning of the podcast. You guys are the coolest. Good luck to Karen. Hello and welcome to the Bling Vieira podcast. I'm your host, Bling. Let's get into some news headlines, shall we? It's December 23rd, 20 and 22. It's Friday. Let's go. California University apologizes for prisoner experiments. San Francisco AP, a prominent California medical school, has apologized for conducting dozens of unethical medical experiments on at least 2,600 incarcerated men in the 1960s and 1970s, including putting pesticides and herbicides on the men's skin and injecting it into their veins. Two dermatologists at the University of California, San Francisco, one of whom remains at the university, conducted the experiments on men at the California Medical Facility, a prison hospital in Vacaville that's about 50 miles, 80 80 and a half kilometers, Sweden, northeast of San Francisco. The practice was halted in 1977. The university's program for historical reconciliation issued a report about the experiments earlier, earlier this month, writing that the doctors engaged in questionable informed consent practices and performed procedures on men who did not have any of the diseases or conditions that the research aimed to treat. The San Francisco Chronicle first reported the program's findings Wednesday. UCSF apologizes for its explicit role in the harm caused to the subjects, their families, and our community by facilitating this research and acknowledges the institution's implicit role in perpetuating unethical treatment of vulnerable and underserved populations, regardless of the legal or perceptual standards of the time, Executive Vice Chancellor and Provost Dan Lowenstein said in a statement. The report said further analysis is needed to determine the extent of harms caused to the prisoners as a result of the experiments and what the university should do in response. Quote, we are still in the process of considering the recommendations and determining appropriate next steps. Close quote. The university said in a statement Thursday, quote, as we do so, it will be with humility and an ongoing commitment to a more just, equitable, and ethical future, end quote. A spokesperson for the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation, Dana Simas, said officials had not yet read the report. However, the agency in California Correctional Health Care Service Strive, quote, strive to ensure the incarcerated population receive appropriate health care that meets the community standard of care and ethics, Seamus wrote. The report focused on research by Dr. Howard Maybach and Dr. William Epstein. Maybach continues to work at the university, and Epstein died in 2006. It was not immediately clear whether Maybach would face any discipline in... The experiments experiments involved administering doses of pesticides and herbicides to the incarcerated men who volunteered for the studies and were paid $30 a month for their participation. Among the highest paid roles at the prison and in high demand, according to a 1977 article of the university's student paper, The Synapse. Other experiments included placing small cages with mosquitoes close to the participants' arms or directly on their skin to determine the host attractiveness of humans to mosquitoes, the report stated. The research ended in 1977 when California prohibited human subject research in state prisons a year after the federal government halted the practice. But Epstein in 1977 testified in state hearings in support of biomedical experimentation at prisons 
the report found, and investigators could not find any evidence that he changed his opinions, opinions before he died. While Maybach wrote that he regrets having participated in research that does not meet current standards in a letter to the university's dermatology department, he said he believed the experiments had offered benefits to some of the patients. What I believe to be ethical as a matter of course 40 or 50 years ago is not considered ethical today, he wrote. I do not recall in any way in which the studies caused medical harm to the participants. The university says there is no evidence that the doctor's research was directed specifically at black men, although they were trained by a now-deceased Philadelphia doctor whose research at a Pennsylvania prison was unethical and sprinkled towards the subjects, many of who were incarcerated black men. The report also found that many of Maybach's publications during his career perpetuate the bio, bio lodge. Oh, this is a new word for bling. <clears throat> yeah, every now, every now and then I run into a new word too. Something I need to remember, probably. Probably. His career perpetuate the biologization. Biologization. Yep. The report also found that many of Maybach's publications during his career perpetuate the biologization of race, which he addressed in his letter by saying he has now come to the understanding that race has always been a social and not a biological construct, something not appreciated by so many of us in the prior area. Come to the understanding that race has always been a social and not a biological construct. Yeah, uh, hold, hold, hold the phone there, Bling. While one of his recent articles hints at a possible reconsideration of the biology of race, we believe the long history of his research of skin differences along racial lines with race as a possible biological factor perpetuated the continuance of racial science and dermatology and is yet to be publicly addressed. The report stated, Maybach's son, Edward Maybach, wrote in an email Thursday to the Associated Press that his father had suffered a stroke last week and was unable to respond to press inquiries. The younger Maybach said his father had not been allowed to meet with reports, authors, or access their documents. The report and a press were known to and endorsed by... Okay. Oh, geez. I have this one I really need to hold back on. Give me one second, please. Okay. Yeah, it's a Tesla story. U.S. probing automated driving system use in two Tesla crashes. The U.S. government's Highway Safety Agency said Thursday it will send teams to investigate two November crashes in California and Ohio involving Teslas that may have been operating on automated driving systems. The probes bring to 35 the number of crashes investigated by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration since 2016 in which either Tesla's full self-driving or autopilot systems likely were in use. 19 people were killed in the crashes. The California crash occurred on Thanksgiving Day involving eight vehicles on the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Bridge. The driver told that the Tesla Model S was using the company's full self-driving software, according to Highway Patrol. The Ohio crash happened November 18th near Toledo when a Tesla Model 3 crashed into an Ohio Highway Patrol SUV stopped on the roadway with its emergency lights flashing. That's all I can read. Duh, you gotta put it on autopilot and it'll drive itself. It's like no one else is using it though. Like you're the only car that's using it on the road. Yeah, it did drive itself. I'm going to text my friends. It's like you idiot Tesla driver. You freaking idiot. Ah, it drives itself. I don't need to pay attention. And it's like, well, now that they're now they're they're investigating it. There's nothing to investigate. If you're an idiot Tesla driver. Former Broncos RB running back, former Broncos running back Ronnie Hillman dies at 31. Denver AP running back Ronnie Hillman, who, duh. 
I put it in autopilot. It's driving. We are on the freeway going fast. I hit it. I I hit a a California Highway Patrol. I'm an idiot. Duh. A a car pile up on the San Francisco Bridge. I'm stupid. I, I put it in Tesla autopilot. I put it on. It drives itself. There's a flashing light. I guess it. No. Uh, you freaking idiot. God. Why are Tesla drivers so dumb, though, for real? Like, it doesn't make sense, right? Well, no, Tesla's, they're kind of costly cars, I guess. I wouldn't drive one, even if I was making enough money. So it's like, okay, well, they can't be idiots, right? Well, they're idiots. The world revolves around me. It's an autopilot. I'll get us there. I don't have to drive anymore. I put the coordinates into the car. The car will drive itself. It's like nobody else is using that technology besides Tesla. When all the other cars are using that technology, yeah, we probably won't have any more car accidents. Probably won't even have any stoplights. But until that happens, until that happens, <clears throat> where we're all like on like just some freaking internet type thing, the internet of things with cars, and all the cars are like talking to each other and communicating with each other and dodging each other like inches away from like head-on collisions and shit. Yeah. Yeah, then it's probably safe to put it in autopilot. But if it's just Tesla's putting it in autopilot, yeah, you're going to get into car accident. Duh. I put it in drive. The car is driving itself now. I'm going to work at my stupid job that my brother-in-law got me at a pharmaceutical company. I'm going to a meeting. I'm in a hurry to a meeting. I have to get to this phone meeting. I work for pharmaceutical companies. I drive a Tesla. My brother-in-law got me this job. I'm an idiot. There's another 30 more seconds. I probably shouldn't even do the running back story. I'm not even in the vocal. I'm in a different makeshift vocal booth. You can hear the air just kicked on. Foul mood. I got like pink eye or something. Pink eye. How do you say it? Pink eye or pink eye? I got pink eye or something. I got pink eye. My left eye is like all gross, dude. I've never had it before in my life. Never. Sleeping back homeless for 25 days and get sick. Start working. <laughs> Doing that shit five days a week into it and it's like yeah i got pink eye and stuff sick <clears throat> sleeping back homeless nah nothing it working yeah i'm sick now and on top of that i hate being sick like i was texting uh, uh, maybe girl i might have i have crushes on multiple people at multiple times any given time i was texting this girl back and i was saying it was this morning it was early this morning and let me tell you i had a foul night can I just wait until the third segment or just keep going? I had a freaking foul night. I was waking up and my eye wouldn't open. It was all like, it was that gross and like crusty and stuff. And it's never happened. Keep in mind, guys, I'm a certified optician by the American Board of Opticianry. I know about eyes. I know about eye health. Okay. I take care of my, yeah, I thought I was. But uh, I wake up and I'm like, I can't open my eye. My left eye is not opening. It's like, Close shut. I'm blind. I'm blind in my left eye. Somebody help me. Well, I'll get into it in the third segment. Let's finish these articles. Denver, let me go back. Hold on. Former Broncos running back Ronnie Hillman dies at 31. Denver AP running back Ronnie Hillman, who was part of the Denver Broncos team that won Super Bowl 50, has died. His family said in a statement he was 31. Hillman's family posted on Instagram account Wednesday that is was diagnosed in August with a rare form of kidney cancer called renal medullary 
carcinoma and was under hospice care. The family wrote hours later that he died surrounded by family and close friends. Good. Glad the family was there. Not good that he died. No, but you want to be surrounded by family and friends. The Marcos expressed their condolences on social media Thursday morning after a standout career at San Diego State. Excuse me, Hillman was picked by the Broncos in the third round of the 2012 draft. He ran for 1,976 yards and 12 touchdowns over his 56-game career, which included stints with the Minnesota Vikings and the Chargers while they were in San Diego. Hillman led the Broncos in rushing. Hillman, in a statement, described Hillman as soft-spoken with a warm smile and quiet intensity. Huh. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, Okay. Pope, well, too bad for him, but glad the family and friends were around for that. Pope warns Vatican staff an elegant demon lurks among them. Oh, shit. Wow. Vatican City AP, Pope Francis warned Vatican bureaucrats on Thursday to beware the devil that lurks among them, saying it is an elegant demon that works in people who have a rigid, holier-than-thou way of living the Catholic faith. Francis used his annual Christmas greeting to the Roman Curia to, again, put the cardinals, bishops, and priests who work in the Holy See on notice that they are by no means beyond reproach and are, in fact, particularly vulnerable to evil. Francis told them that by living in the heart of the Catholic Church, we could easily fall into the temptation of thinking we are safe, better than others, no longer in need of conversion. Yet we are in greater danger than all others because we are beset by the elegant demon who does not make a loud entrance but comes with flowers in his hand. Francis told the churchmen in the Hall of Blessings of the Apost- Apostolic Palace That's just... Francis has long used his Christmas address for an annual dressing down of Vatican bureaucrats, taking them through a typical Jesuit-style examination of conscience to help them repent in the run-up to Christmas. His most blistering critique came in 2014 when he listed the 15 elements of the curia that some suffered, including the terrorism of gossip, spiritual Alzheimer's, and of living hypocritical double lives. The following year, Francis offered an antidote to the sins by listing the catalog of virtues he hoped they would instead follow, including honesty, humility, and sobriety. This year was similar in tone, and Francis reprised his critique of forms of abuse that religious people use against one another. I don't know what that means. I don't know what any of this means. There isn't only the violence of weapons, there is verbal violence. Okay, I do know what this means. Psychological violence, I know what this means. The violence of abuse of power, I know what it means. The hidden violence of gossip, I definitely know what it means. Talk shit, get hit. Francis said in a possible reference to a new case of abuse of authority that is roiling his own Jesuit order, don't take advantage of our own position and roll to move on or fight the other. Beyond that, Francis appeared to also want to take broader aim at arch-conservatives and traditionalists who have become the Pope's biggest critics. Francis blasted their way of living the faith, insisting that being Catholic doesn't mean following a never-changing set of dicta, but is rather a process of understanding Christ's message that never ends, but constantly challenges us. True heresy consists not only in preaching another gospel, as St. Paul told us, but also in ceasing to translate its message into today's languages and ways of thinking, Francis said. Traditionalist Catholics have denounced Francis' em- emphasis on mercy and openness to doctrinal wiggle room on issues such as sacraments for divorced and civilly married, remarried Catholics. Some have even gone as far to say accuse him of heresy for some of his gestures in preaching, including allowing pagan statues in the Vatican. Pagan Vatican. 
Francis dedicated the bulk of his speech this year to the need to be vigilant about the work of the devil, picking up the theme recently discussed during his weekly catechism lessons with the general public. I told Wagen it's not enough to merely condemn evil or root it out, since it often comes back in different guises, stronger than before. Francis has used the term we repeatedly, suggesting he includes himself among. Before it appeared rough and violent, now it shows up as elegant refined. I'd have to agree with him there. The, the um, air is going to turn back on over here. What's going on in the world today? International migration drove U.S. population growth in 20. The U.S. population expanded by 1.2 million people this year, with growth largely driven by international migration. The nation now has 330. The nation now has 333.2 million residents according to estimates released Thursday by the U.S. Census Bureau. Net international migration, the number of people moving into the U.S., minus the number of people leaving, was more than 1 million residents. Like a natural growth. The number of births, minus the number of deaths, added another 245,000 in 2007, something, something. I don't want to read it. I'm getting tired. It's welcome, quote, it's welcome because we would have been back to almost flatline growth if not for this immigration demographer, the Brookings Institute. I took a bunch of... Pageantry evoking Churchill greets Zelensky in Washington. Washington AP, at a time of grave consequence, a wartime leader crossed the Atlantic to arrive at a White House decked in holiday decor to consult with the American president about a war in Europe. The moment was December 22, 1941, as British Prime Minister Winston landed near Washington to meet with President Franklin D. Roosevelt just weeks after the attack on Pearl Harbor, almost 81 years later to the day. The pageantry of the trip was echoed on Wednesday as Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky Arrived for a surprise visit with President Joe Biden and an address to Congress. Zelensky is a change leader since he last came to the White House more than a year ago when Russia's bloody invasion of Ukraine was still over its history's horizon. I'm sick. A red carpet was waiting for him and Zelensky shook hands with Biden and First Lady Jill Biden. There they posed for pictures before ducking into the building. The two presidents walked to the Oval Office where they sat in armchairs in front of a portrait of Roosevelt. There was a roaring fire. The fireplace and a Christmas garland draped over the mantle, giving the room of a cozy holiday ambience, despite the grim reason for the meeting. That's the reason for this. Inspire the world. I need to go get a drink, you guys. Can I'm not in the regular vocal booth, no. I'm not. I'm in a different makeshift one, and this one is makeshift. So I'll be right back. Oh, give me a minute, please. We're only two minutes left in this segment anyways. I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go run down and run grab some drinks <clears throat> big deal it's a freaking big deal it's not just i'm sick man i'm just sick as a national leader he said he wants to protect the sovereignty freedom and territorial integrity of my country but he also wondered about parents who have lost children the longer the war lasts the longer this aggression lasts there will be more parents that live for the sake of vengeance true he briefly struggled to find the proper language to describe the Russian invaders before settling on these inhumans. It's too much for me. Speaking of English, Zelensky's voice was gravely indefiant as he insisted we'll never be surrender in the face of Russians' primitive tactics. 81 years later this week... Oh, I don't have... I don't, can't do it. Bear fatally shot after escape attack on Florida zookeeper... Where are we at? One more minute left. We'll finish this one third segment. Start ranting and raving about who knows being sick. 
There's also a commercial. Don't forget, you guys, there's a commercial in 45 seconds, too. So don't be fooled by it. Sometimes I'd sometimes I'll try and have the same style of voice and I'll try to fool you guys, but don't fall for it. It's gonna be tricky here. No oh, man, I don't know. Lost a bunch of stuff in the fire. You know. What do I mean by that? Just freaking doesn't matter. Talking gibberish. I'm all I'm all um Senile. I've gone senile. Just, I've been sick and it made me senile. There's a commercial coming up in five seconds. Don't fall for it. Three, two, one. Sometimes I just wish I had my old life back. You know? Bear fatally shot after escape attack on Florida zookeeper. Jacksonville, Florida, AP. A bear escaped an exhibit at a Florida zoo and attacked a zookeeper before being fatally shot by workers, officials said. The escape in a behind-the-scenes area happened just after 5 p.m. Wednesday at the Jacksonville Zoo and Gardens. Zoo officials said in a Facebook post that an emergency call was initiated and the facility's lethal weapons team responded immediately. Our highest priority is always the safety of human lives. Therefore, the bear was shot and killed. The statement said, We will be conducting an ongoing investigation over the coming days and weeks. Do not take this lightly. It is profoundly painful when we have to have a loss of an animal especially under circumstances such as this. I have no criticism over that statement. First Coast News reported that Jacksonville Fire and Rescue's crews took the zookeeper who was attacked to a hospital for treatment with injuries that were not considered life-threatening. A zoo curator told Jacksonville Sheriff's Office that investigators, he arrived at the habitat, he saw the bear actively attacking the zookeeper. He said the attack continued as they waited for... The team to arrive to so made the executive to move in and shoot the bear. The bear went back into the enclosure after the shooting where it died. Multiple workers moved in to assist the victim until rescue workers arrived. News outlets identified as Johnny, a five-year-old North American black bear. And that's all the news headlines that I have for you today. Are we in the third segment? Yes. Bring it on home, Blink. I'm sick. My left eye doesn't open all the way. Um, my left eye, remember in Big Trouble in Little China or Tremors? There's like an Asian looking dude. He's, one of his eyes kind of squints a little bit more than the other. And it's a little squintier. <laughs> a little, well, one squints more than the other. He's got one eye. Maybe that's that was that inappropriate? Shit. Go back and delete the episode. I don't think so. It's not. That, that, that's what he looked like. One of his eyes was bigger than the other, one of them was squintier than the other. One of my eyes is squintier than the other. It's my left eye. I can't open it. The entire night, I was tossing and turning. I was getting all hot and bothered. The entire night, I was tossing and turning and stuff. And like, I don't know, man. I couldn't um, I couldn't open my eye in the middle of the night. It would freak me out. I'm like, I'm blind. I'm blind. Somebody help me. I'm blind. And I was like, okay, well, let's go to the bathroom. Get some water on it. But I've never had pink eye. Not like this. You guys can tell I'm sick and to my voice, too. Like, I've never had pink eye to the point where I've had it now. I remember one, and maybe it was pink eye, maybe it wasn't. I remember one time I was sick, and I was young, young. I was probably like four or five years old. So this is like when dinosaurs were still walking the earth, you guys. And 
I would wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, Mom, I can't open my eyes. Mom, I'm blind. Mom, I'm blind. And she have to come over and like put these eye drops on my eyes. Did you hear that? That was my stomach. And um, yeah, I'm not doing, my body's not so happy right now with me. It's like, what are you doing? Hey, Bling, what are you doing anyway? Are you going around behind dusty trucks? Are you going behind those vacuum trucks and picking up trash in the dust? It's like, great, here's Andy Rooney here to chastise me. Yes, Rooney, I'm behind dusty trucks, picking up dust. And what kind of respirator are you wearing? Are you protecting your eyes? It's like, no, Andy, I'm not protecting my eyes. I don't even wear my glasses anymore. I wore glasses for like, I don't know, 30-something years. Oh, deaf it. Just go around without my glasses. I got LASIK. I'll just tell everyone I got LASIK and it didn't work. <clears throat> I got LASIK and it didn't work. All right, so what do you want? To, what, what, what do you want from me? I'm sick. My eye hurt. That sucks, man. It sucks. But all last night, I was like tossing and turning. I've been in bed for like two days, man. I went to sleep after work. I went and got my check. I deposited my check, went back to sleep, got up for a few minutes, went back to sleep, did an episode or two for my fans and listeners tuning in at home. Um, was able to text someone back. I don't know. Look, I fall in love at least once a week, so I don't know what the hell to say to anyone anymore. It's just like, yeah, okay. Isn't there a song, a band, SR71, The Flavor of the Week? Isn't that what there's a song called that? It's too stoned, Nintendo, he's just the flavor of the week. I'm playing freaking Nintendo all day long. I don't even, I don't have a Nintendo, I don't have a PlayStation, I don't have a console. I don't even have a computer. All my shit's gone, dude. My computer shit's gone, I'm pretty sure. And I'm still trying, yeah, I'll start trying to wake, wade through that, work through that, get my computer stuff back, but I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it sucks, but hey, whatever, that's life, and I guess I'm still waiting on that check to clear. It's not available to me yet. I got paid two days ago. Mm-hmm. I don't have access to the money. It needs to clear, so... Still working all day, I guess. So, no, no, no. Gonna work all day. Gonna work all night. So, what about today? You're gonna call in today's sick today, bling. No, don't call in sick today, bling. Don't call in sick today. Call in sick. Oh, no, no, no. Call in sick. Call in sick. No, do it. No. Bling. You're going to die. Bling. You're going to die from. I don't know. I hate being sick, man. And like, I was texting that person, that the person. I was texting her this morning, and I was like, "You know how guys are, like babies, when they get." My stomach was making noise again. You got know, like guys are babies when they get sick, like big time babies. I'm a freaking giant baby right now. Like, I don't care. Like, kill me. Come over here and kill me. Someone, can someone kill me? Can someone put me out of my misery? Like, I need, can you hear my stomach? It's, I need to be put out of my misery quick. Can someone help? Like, the, 
the dude in elementary school who was everything that he would say was like jacking off, revolving. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. We're going to talk about wholesome values today and wholesome topics. Get all wrecked in the morning. The farmer here is going to be like, are you calling in sick in your first week? You can't do that. I'm like, I'm not getting everyone at work sick and I'm not going to make myself even more sick by trying to work through the night. Yeah, I'm so disappointed in you. It's like, fine, do it. I'll quit right now. And I'll let three days go. I'll quit right now today. If you want to call my bluff, don't be stupid and don't over oh don't overreact. I'm sick and I'm not going into work today. My eye can't even open all the way. What is it with you with you millennials? Generation Z. I don't even know if I'm a millennial or generation. What are you, when your work ethic is so flawed, and, and you guys don't go into work when you're sick, and you don't spread it around and pass your germs around to all your coworkers, and perpetuate some sickness that just never leaves, and it spreads to the day guys, the day guys get sick, and then they're sick, and then you get a variant from them, and pass it back to you, and you guys get sick, and you guys just stay sick for months on end. Why are you calling in sick to try and avoid that? When I when I first started at 60 Minutes, when dinosaurs were still, I I would come into work sick. Well, I guess it's an anti-Reddit, anti-work Reddit. I guess in that vein, to in that light, into that end, in that light, into that end, the anti-work subreddit. Let's talk about it. Look, let me tell you a little something about calling in sick and not calling in sick. I worked at a place for five years. This place was one store for 30 years. I started working there in 2012. And when I left in 2017, after five years, guess what? It was four stores. Guess who never called in sick? Guess who never called in sick one time? I was always going in sick. I was always going in sick. I never got vacation time. I never took weekends off. I never did anything. I'm okay, well, I guess I owe it to you. Again, I'll come in sick. Just, well, can you work half a day trying to call in sick? Every time, just explore. Hey, here, let me help you build these four businesses, huh? Stupid. Stupid. And um, so now, I, I told myself ever since then, I went to school, went back to school. You guys know all about that. I told them we're in the third segment. I told everyone since then, like, if I'm ever sick and I have to work, I'm calling in sick. I'm not going to work. And I, I, I put my foot down. I'm pretty sure I got sick from work. How, Bling? Tell us how. Uh, bags of trash, liquid on my, my hands, just dripping out of the, the hopper. The, the liquid from the trash dripping out of the hopper onto my hands, all over my face. Well, you don't have a good work at. You don't even, you call in sick. I mean, your first week, shut the hell up. Shut the fuck up. I'm sick of this. Now, what do you guys want to talk about? It's one episode, but I hate it when it's just all news headlines and I don't add my two cents in at the end. I always try and get like a little overboard too at the end, if I can. Probably open another drink. Yeah. It's early too. It's early ass in the morning too. I, I can't sleep anymore now. 
I look like a pirate. Arg. My, one of my eyes is shut. I might sound okay, but that's because of the voice. I've been practicing this voice for over, what, two years now? Let's just say two years. I've been doing the voice for two years now. So yeah, do, oh, you don't sound sick. You don't seem sick. Yeah, I've done pretty good. I've done a pretty good job of faking it. I'm sick. You guys don't know what I went through last night. Tossing and turning, all hot and bothered. Like make it stop, make it stop. Getting probed all night. Getting uh, freaking abducted all night in my sleep. Eh, abducted in my sleep. I'm gonna get another drink. Hang on a sec. Be right back. I know it's a cat. I'll be right back. My wrists hurt. My hand hurts. Air is off. Everything hurts. I'm sore. I'm achy. Everything hurts, man. Well, you need to do your job. You can't call in sick. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, how about I just quit? How about that? I don't know, man. I got a lot to say. The Tesla drivers, too. Just idiots on the road. If you guys see a Tesla driver, just ignore them. Don't let them in. Don't do whatever. Just ignore them. I don't care if it's rude. I don't care if it causes an accident. Tesla drivers, just take them off the road. If you're a police officer, or if you're a state trooper, or if you work for the government, like, and you listen to this podcast for whatever reason, trying to get clues on the on like the behavioral profile of the killer for the Moscow murders, and you come to this podcast for clues because no one else is thinking outside of the box. If you guys are listening right now, and I'm sure you are, and you get behind the Tesla, just pull them over and give them a ticket for being freaking idiots. Give them a ticket for driving a Tesla. Can we do that? The Teslas are fine cars, I'm sure. I'm sure their autopilot works okay. As good as other cars with like, yeah, self-driving kind of. It's not self-driving though. There's no such thing yet still. There's no such thing as self-driving still. You, if you're if you're behind the wheel, you have to be paying attention. You can't just okay. Well, it's an autopilot. Let's go, like an idiot Tesla driver. I'm done. Is that it? Well, tell all your friends if you enjoyed this podcast. If you thought it was informative, and, and Merry Christmas. If I don't talk to you guys before Christmas, which there's a chance that I, I'll just give it a break from here on out and talk to you like next year, 2023. Get 2020, 2021 and 22 are the shittiest years of my life, hands down. Hands freaking down. 2020, 2021, and 2022 were by far the shittiest years of my, three years of my life that were shit. So I hope to God that 2023 will at least bring me some, just something. Here comes a bag of money, bling, presented to you from an owl. Like, yeah, 2023, thank you, freaking finally. <clears throat> you can always send your donations to Money Signs. Remember, it's the reason, the reason for the season. Giving is the reason for the season. You can always donate on Cash App. If you have a Cash App account, don't worry. I won't even care. I won't, I won't highlight your name. I won't say your name. I won't, nothing. It's all anonymous. Just send some freaking money, Cash App. Send me some money. It's Money Sign Skymaster 5, Money Sign Skymaster, and the number 5. Send me some money on Cash App. And Venmo, it's at Bling Vieira. Just send some freaking money on Venmo, Cash App, and Venmo. At Bling Vieira. Like, just, and just put Merry Christmas on it. 
If you want me to say anything in the podcast, here's the thing, guys. If you send me a donation and you want me to say anything in the podcast, then just put it in the notes or message. I'll say it in the podcast. If it's just a donation, then I'm not going to, I'm not, I'll just say, I got a donation from, yeah, fans and listeners tuning in on. And I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to say your name. I'm not going to try and, I am so freaking anti organized crime. I'm so anti uh, tech and ripping people off. Like, ooh, oh, I got their name on Cash App. Let me try and hack into their account. It's all anonymous. Just send me some money. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try and look into it at all, unless there's something that says like, look into this. Here's some money. Look into this. I'm like, all right, well, shit. Here's some money. Please say this on your podcast. Merry Christmas, so so and so. You know, like just whatever. Money Science Sky Master Five. That's Money Science Sky Master Number Five. Venmo Appling Vieira. Tell your friends if you thought it was informative or entertaining. Someone, I'm sick. I'm not. I'm kind of calling in sick today. My eyes don't even open all the way. I'm. I can't do it. I can't go to work today. I'm sorry. I'm sick, dude, and it sucks. I was on sleeping back homeless for 25 days. And I didn't get sick, and I worked for one week, two weeks. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck to you. Uh, it says, but it says it's on autopilot, sir. I don't know why I hit the back of your trooper truck. I don't know why I hit the back of your California highway patrol truck with the lights on. Uh, I had it on full autopilot. How many people did I kill on accident? Whoopsies. For being so stupid because I drive a Tesla. Well, it says it can drive itself. Oh, you mean it can drive itself because no one else is using the... Freaking idiots.